Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. We are now living in a post-Darcy world. We know what his face looks like. I kind of don't know what to do with myself anymore because, well, I mean, you know. We've known for a while, but yeah. we've been like building, like that's, that's been the next big thing to happen and and it's happened and uh, there's still more to come, but that was like the biggest yeah. thing was seeing Darcy's beautiful face, the face of Daniel Vincent Gord and his style and his mannerisms and his everything. Yeah. And we finally saw it and now we're just sort of in a haze of, <laughs> all right, well. Now what? We got to go from here, you know, like it's, the story's not over actually, it's just beginning. Beginning, but uh, just more to come. There's not much to talk about this week in terms of Pride and Prejudice news. No. So instead, Yolanda and I found this quiz on BuzzFeed. Yeah. You know, life-changing, really deep stuff. Because you know when you think of Pride and Prejudice, you think of this other great novel. Romance story for the ages. The, ni- the title of the quiz is, Who Says It? Fitzwilliam Darcy or Edward Cullen? Edward Cullen being the romantic lead of the trilogy yeah. of, of Twilight. Qu- quadrilogy. Quadrilogy of Twilight written by Stephanie Meyer. Yes. And, movie um, adaptation starring Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson yeah. and, uh, and Anna Kendrick. Yeah, what you said. We're here now, Jillian. <laughs> we're we are. Yeah, sorry. You uh, you, you like this uh, quadrilogy, this movie, this book series? I've seen and read them all. <laughs> Me too. You know what's so. funny? My because uh, Twilight kind of the movies were coming out my fresh like while I was in high school. Like my freshman year was when the first movie came out, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Well, I like probably have to check this out." And yeah. I don't I don't think it was like life changing literature for me, but I remember reading through it so fast. Like they're really thick books. I think I read the first book in like three days, the second one in two, and then the other ones took longer because I like started reading them during school. They were very much so like easy reads, like. They were, yeah. they were pretty big books, but you got through it so quickly. Very digestible. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I like about YA. So we took this quiz. It was 11 questions, and we haven't revealed what we got, what our score is on each of them. No. Uh, so we're hearing the results live. I'm kind of embarrassed. I got one wrong, and I feel like oh, I should have gotten no. them all right, because we have this podcast about Pride and Prejudice, and I feel like I should just know everything, and it's I don't. Fine. I got schooled. I got two wrong, <gasps> so I'm Which... even worse. So here's the thing. Thing, though is that when I was reading these quotes I wasn't really basing it off of like did Darcy say this I I know because I know Twilight <laughs> I was like Edward Cullen doesn't say this and he so say something like that and I'm like I mean there's one quote that says I may not be a human but I am a man I was like maybe this is a trick question <laughs> no no I think it's the obvious or I, I'm <laughs> yes. sorry I think it's the opposite they wanted yes. to go really obvious very obvious what was the other one you got wrong oh no I got that one right oh, I, oh I just, sorry I thought that was a trick one okay that I thought I might get wrong which one's did you get wrong? Uh, I got, I was wrong. You're much more observant than I give you credit for. That's what I got wrong too. Yeah, because that's something, because Belle is also a stalker. So yeah, I know. She's very observant of Mad everything props. Edward does. Mad so. props. Yeah. And the other one I got wrong was, you're not like anyone I've ever known. You fascinate me. I, you know, I can see... The but Edward Cullen-esque-ness I would, of I would, that? Well, no, well, you got it wrong, Did you? and Edward was the right response, so you chose Darcy for that? Yeah. I can see how you'd think it's Darcy. The only thing that led me to think it's Edward is it was just a little too direct. Yeah, I guess so. Like, there's just yeah. a little... Even though Pride and Prejudice is written fairly straightforward, there's a little more flowery language yeah, in it. Yeah, And it so. was just a little too modern 
day. I, I do find it funny, though, that we got at least one wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not, we're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're not that good, but we're good. Yeah. And I actually want to plug a friend's podcast who she talks all about Twilight, if that's something you are into. So if you want to check that out, follow them on Twitter at Into the Twilight. Check it out. Yeah, all right. Well, let's just get into it. Episode 61, yeah, I know, written by Kate Rorick. This is the, uh, we've hit a boiling point in our story, and now we're simmering back down. Charlotte, who has not been paying attention to the videos, has suddenly caught up on all of the videos. She is the fandom. Yeah, she represents the fandom in her reaction, and actually going back and saying, like, actually, you know what? I knew it all along. Kind of. Maybe. Not really, but I... Kind of new. <laughs> there were signs. There yeah. were signs. Yeah, because she comes, she bursts in. She sees that Darcy has, like, it's weird. Lizzie didn't tell Charlotte about it right no. after it happened. She found out on the videos like the rest of us, and she barges in. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Darcy just. I know. And then you. I know. Oh, my God. Well, I wonder if Lizzie just sent her the link to the video and was like, you should watch this <laughs> you, one. You know, whenever something big happens to me, I text all my friends yeah. and tell them about it. But it's much more, to steal from Darcy, illuminating <laughs> if she gets to actually watch what he says to her yeah. instead of just saying, hey, Darcy confessed his love to me. And then like, whatever, give highlights. Yeah. I also want to point out in this video three, uh, I think, very prominent literary symbols in the background of the video. I'll post a screenshot online. We've got Hedwig sitting there from Harry Potter, just perched in the background. A skull, which I know it was just Halloween, but I'm just going to interpret that as the skull from Hamlet. <laughs> and a paper pumpkin, which is arguably for Halloween, but also very Cinderella-esque. One for sure, Hed Hedwig. That Harry is Potter. undeniable. And the other two... Are up to interpretation, so I this is a very literary based podcast. <laughs> Our podcast is lit. It's literally lit, and I am choosing to uh, acknowledge these symbols as tropes, uh, literary tropes, and it furthers the story in ways that y'all don't even know. Uh, we haven't even gotten into it yet. Pumpkin, Cinderella, Lizzie, transformation, <sighs> boom. Oh my, and Hamlet monologue to oneself <laughs> to be or not to be honest in these videos. And Hedwig is like, aren't we all a little bit Harry Potter on the inside? Aren't we all just on this journey? Keep, yep, keep tying it back in. <laughs> keep on keeping on. Is there anything that doesn't have to do with Harry Potter? Uh, probably not. So Charlotte goes on to unleash all the information that she's ever wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Every little interaction that Lizzie has mentioned to her or brought up in videos, she's bringing it all back and saying, well, now I can see how, now knowing what I know, I see how Darcy has been in love with you this entire time. From these little interactions of him always being awkward, he was actually in love with you. And of course, Lizzie denies this. Like, how could you have known? Mm -hmm. Well, you know. I think the signs, because Charlotte's sort of been pointing to something. Like, the moments yeah. when he asked her to dance, um, yeah. he read Tolstoy for her. I mean, I can't <laughs> think of anybody I like enough to read Tolstoy for. Well, I do like reading, but it's just such a thick, sad book. <laughs> anyway, you have to be freaking special if I'm going to read a thick, sad book for you instead of watching the movie. Um, no. But, uh... I, yeah, I feel like Charlotte is me in this video, though, where she's dissecting every little detail and be like, yeah, see... He looked at you. That means love. And so <laughs> that's what. <laughs> you touched my hand. 
I'm sorry. Sex. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> Natalie Tran reference. Yeah, that's like I'll post the link to that yeah. video too. It's great. She puts up a dating advice uh, video and it's wonderful. So even though they're going through all these details, Lizzie shows some vague concern about maybe being sued over everything she's ever told or talked about Darcy because of the fact that I mean she has publicly shamed him, his friends everyone in his circle. He's a really successful businessman. Really successful businessmen sue people a lot. So I'm told. God, do we know any lawyers? I'm not going to sue you. I will give Darcy mad props in this. I yeah. know we there, were, there was a lot to talk about in the last episode where he confessed his love because on the one hand he was very vulnerable and like very ignorant about her opinions. Mm -hmm. But I, I think he's probably rushed home, binged watched everything, and he has <laughs> been humbled. Uh, he has been humbled. I mean, it's been what, maybe two or three days and he's watched all of the videos. Monday in to that Thursday. Time. Yeah, so I mean I'd can't... be watching them nonstop because he when you get rejected publicly like that, yeah. you have a lot to think about. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to think about anything other than replaying what happened over in my mind. And luckily, he doesn't have to because she recorded it and he can watch everything unfold again and again and again and again and again. Oh, that's even more awful. It's just like, yeah. you get to replay your rejection and see where you went wrong. I know. Well, the good news is he learns from it. Yeah, We're not there true. yet. But he, I'm sure, has watched and rewatched all of oh, the yeah. times that she talks about him. I'm sure it was hard for him to see her with Wickham oh. and like, thinking she's enjoying herself and thinking that he well, flirting is, with Wickham on camera. And then seeing him, you know, give Lydia the eye and he knows exactly what's happening. Yeah, and, it must be infuri infuriating. And she's always like, play out. I met a real gentleman. His name is George Wick. Like oh. that, oh, I'm sure it's like someone stuck a knife in his heart and is twisting it like, every time she says, I love George or whatever like, she I don't says. imagine he'd be like, Lizzie, what are you doing? He'd be like at his desk, just like silently fuming. I'm like, no, wake up. Like, wake up. I want to see the William Darcy diaries. <laughs> Ooh, and, let's make that. I mean, the reaction would just be like him silently, like watching on his laptop and you're just like, no reaction, really just anger. Just slow anger coming to it. But, but, you know, okay, the whole point of saying I'm sure this is really hard for him and that he's been humbled is because he, in fact, he's pretty forgiving in his tone. Because yeah. if I had just watched 59 episodes getting trash-talked for stuff that I did or stuff she thought I did, I would be pretty upset. I'd want to have an explanation too, which is why he's got the letter. Yeah. But instead he's like... It was illuminating. You called me a robot. And a newsie. The thing is, Charlotte is kind of caught between the two of them when he walks in. Mm -hmm. And so Charlotte quietly and quickly excuses herself. But she has that moment where she does stand up to Darcy and mm -hmm. is like, you know, I didn't like what you did to Jane. I mean, yeah, he's not, friends too. he's not blameless. He no. did some stuff. Yeah, and I think he doesn't fight back because also I think it's like he realizes that's something Charlotte just needed to get off her chest. Yeah. But also it's like... She's not wrong. No, nope, she's not. I think, and I think, I, th I think that's the benefit of having him seen the videos. Is he really wronged a beloved figure in the middle of nowhere California suburbia community? And uh, he's pissed off the woman he loves, and he didn't mean to. And he is like, "I'm not going to sue you. I watched your videos." And he doesn't say, "You're horrible. You really hurt my feelings. You're the worst. You don't know what you're talking about." He's like. It was illuminating. Yeah, I think it's great that he did take the time to understand Lizzie's perspective. Yeah. It's not like he 
came back and was like, all right, like, I know what I'm talking about. He really, he watched all the videos. He all of them. <laughs> completely gets, like, where she's coming from now. I and mean, that's a very unique perspective to this adaptation as far as, like, exactly being able to see each instance, each interaction they've had and being able to say, like, oh, that's how she interpreted that interaction or that's mm-hmm. how she saw that dance. Even though, like, I was trying to be as nice as possible and I thought the dance was fine, she actually hated being mm-hmm. there with and that's also yeah. heartbreaking to to find these moments that you thought like hey that was a nice like i liked seeing lizzie tonight mm-hmm. she was like i hated seeing darcy <laughs> he's the worst why was he even there i keep yeah. running into him around the house and and yeah. when he's at netherfield you know like she wanted to leave netherfield because of me yeah i think so many of his the interactions are like lizzie just feels uncomfortable around him and that's just heartbreaking for him to find out like his existence is uncomfortable <laughs> I know, and um, that's why I think this video is a good step to all of us falling in love with Darcy, because he doesn't react negatively, he doesn't give her a hard time, he quickly and quietly apologizes for her offense that she took against, or, you know, the wrongs that he did against her friends and family, and gives her a letter and says, please, like, this will explain some of the accusations that you accused me of yesterday. So he had all this time. But I, I imagine for like three days straight, he was like watching her videos and formulating his drafts and writing and rewriting what he's going to say in order to explain himself. And I like that he does also say like, some he can't really articulate some t- his, himself well sometimes. So he did write it all in a letter. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, he probably went through multiple drafts of this letter. Yep. Or maybe he's just some kind of person who's like, first draft done. I Word got vomit. it all on there. Word moment. Yeah. I would like to see the other drafts then. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you can, so obviously we don't get to see the letter, but if you buy the Lizzie Bennet Diaries book that they published after the web series, uh, they do have the letter in there. I mean, or you could just watch Pride and Prejudice and you know exactly, because that's, so this is where it also gets interesting, because like if you read Pride and Prejudice, you get to see the letter. Yeah. Actually. They uh, kind of, they keep it a secret in this series. So Darcy hands Lizzie the letter. And Lizzie just, she's not even sure if she's going to read it. Yeah. And she has the moment of like, like nothing's going to change my mind. My mind's made up. He hurt Jane. I hate him. Mm-hmm. I'm like completely going to write him off from my life. Yeah. But it's in cursive. It's wax sealed. It's paper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forget about it. Nothing that he can say can change anything. Nothing. Out of sight out of mind she tries to like go on and be like oh yeah my thesis back to you know school and like no one's buying it even she's not buying it mm-hmm. she knows like she is curious about what's in the letter and she can't help herself it's just too juicy i mean i know she doesn't want to give him the time of day and she still wants to reject him but yeah. it's like he obviously there's an explanation in there and yeah. who wouldn't be curious about what's in there of course someone who confessed their love to you wrote you a letter yeah Read it. Explaining themselves. So then going on to episode 62, letter analysis written by And Kate then Warwick. follow that with the Lizzie evolution has of those letters. Okay. And, and she's not going to tell us anything about it. Yeah, she's trying to stall. Apparently Lydia's been texting Lizzie nonstop trying to get any info possible. OMG, WTF, whatevs, YOLO, FTS, PQZ. I'd like to put out a call to action. Tweet at us what you think PQZ means. PQZ. That's one of the things Lydia says, and it's so cool that Lizzie... Puppies. Quizzing zebras. (laughs) There you go. Puppies quizzing zebras? Um, Poppies 
quoting zebras. <laughs> but I'll start with the Z. Zam. <laughs> Zam. zam i just made that up prejudice quite zam <laughs> quite zam <laughs> anyway we're geniuses um but i'm proud of lizzie for being able to keep a secret oh yeah i mean lizzie's so glad that her mom doesn't know about these videos because obviously if mrs bennett was watching these videos she would be very emotional up about, in arms yes about lizzie yet again rejecting someone because we already saw that with collins that's true the great uh business or job offer and in this case this is a romantic proposal it's grandchildren potential yeah she's got like this grandchild machine yes she said and he has money there are no young people with money these days we all took a collective vow of poverty yeah. <laughs> um definitely do, lizzie did i do like charlotte's Li- charlotte's lizzie in costume theater because i think like mary mary's like kind of tries to really act she's like oh my goodness what is that over there? And Charlotte <laughs> kind of plays Lizzie the same way in this episode. But I don't like him, Mom. You don't like him either. I'm willing to put those feelings aside, and so should you. <gasps> Where did I go wrong? Uh, we actually have here the uh, for the intro to the letter in Pride and Prejudice. Uh, it's from chapter 35, and it goes... I mean, it's a long letter, but it starts with, Be not alarmed, madam, on receiving this letter, by the apprehension of its containing any repetition of those sentiments or renewal of those offers which were last night so disgusting to you. I write without any intention of paining you or humbling myself by dwelling on wishes which, for the happiness of both, cannot be too soon forgotten, and the effort which the formation of the perusal of this letter must occasion should have been spared, had not my character required it to be written and read. You must, therefore, pardon the freedom with which I demand your attention, your feelings. I know will bestow it unwillingly, but I demand it of your justice." Which is, I think, a long-winded way of saying, I know you think I don't deserve it, but I'm just, there are some things I have to address. I'm not yeah. confessing my, I'm like not trying to get you back still. Yeah. Or not back, but I'm not trying to ask when, you to marry me again. Over, yeah. yeah, like it's this, you just sort of accuse me of some things that I want to explain. And obviously the letter goes in, is much longer, it goes into detail about these incidents, what mm-hmm. he's trying to explain. Mm-hmm. In a very eloquent manner. Yeah. But yeah, this is just Darcy like laying it out there and saying like, I know you feel I've wronged you, and I have in many ways, but mm-hmm. I just want to just hear me out in this letter, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's all I ask of you is to just read this letter, and that's it. In Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen just gives it to us for free. We're like, ooh, the letter, yeah, we just yeah, read yeah. it. In here, in Lizzie Bennet's world, we don't have the privilege of knowing that information. So, I mean, do you think it's even okay for you and me to talk about what's in this letter because we don't officially know about it in Lizzie's world? In, no, then in that case, because we uh, technically, yeah, we don't know the contents of this letter. Mm-hmm. Later, we do kind of find out some more about it, but that's not that's never for forever. While. That's the next thing we got to look to. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> when Gigi confesses we everything. Have, <laughs> spoiler. Okay. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, whatever. <laughs> like how you're like, we're not going to talk about it, but let me. I just know that say was like very thing. stalwart of me <laughs> to be like, we are principled and we're not going to go beyond. And then I'm like, but Gigi. <laughs> yeah, I think Lizzie realizes that this was a pretty big gesture on Darcy's part, and she does want to respect that, mm-hmm. especially given the fact that he's watching the videos now. Yep. She wants to respect his privacy, and obviously because of the fact that what's in that letter is very personal to Darcy, mm-hmm. and involves people that we don't 
we haven't met yet. We don't know about yet. That's why she's not telling us. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. So I think that was at least good on Lindsay's part to not reveal what was in the letter. You, as much as everyone wants to hear about it, as much as Charlotte, I feel like she's going to tell Charlotte on camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, why does yeah, Charlotte yeah. need to worry? Sure. But as much as she's trying to get her to tell it on camera, she's just like, hey, this one thing, I get where he's coming from now. Okay. And this, and this just came to me. I mean, Darcy writing this letter and coming to Lizzie in a sort of humble, forgiving manner is the yeah. step for her and us as the audience falling in love with him. But I think the fact that she doesn't reveal the secrets and the contents of those letters, the fact that she doesn't reveal that to her audience, I think also is the first step in him falling in love with her, to quote from The Bachelor, for the right reasons. You know, like, who knows why he loved her up to this point, I mean, yeah. he confesses his love in spite of a bunch of things. But I think this is the second half where he still loves her, but he sees a lot of the really good, really deep, hard-to-find qualities yeah. in that he looks for in his close circle. And yeah. he sees that, wow, she really has that. And even when she's at her angriest at me, she didn't reveal my family's privacy or violate my tr- like there's a lot of trust in that letter oh, yeah. you know like yeah. there is a lot of explaining the feelings and the thoughts and the uh actions of people in his friends and family circle which are very dear to him mm-hmm. and she doesn't spill the beans on that to everyone one thing that lizzie does bring up that she says i can't tell you what's in the letter but i can tell you what wasn't in the letter mm-hmm. and that's an explanation or apology about uh breaking up bing and jane Mm-hmm. It was kind of up to Bing, you know? Yeah. Darcy sort of presented the facts that, you know, quotes, facts that he felt he knew. Mm-hmm. And Bing could have interpreted that any way he wanted. He either had to trust his heart to see, like, to say, like, no, this is what I feel. This is what I feel with Jane. But he really took Darcy's word for it. He got, yeah. he got scared yeah. and he ran. So that's really on Bing. And I think now you can kind of see the shift in blame mm-hmm. from Lizzie really blaming Darcy to now being like, wait. I guess it was Bing's choice. Yeah. He did run. (laughs) Because that's one of the points is that, you know, if he was really, 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 like he and Jane were meant to be, wouldn't they still be together? And I think Lizzie never really thought about that. But he justifies himself by saying that since Bing was so easily separated from her, his feelings must not have been as engaged. To which I say, that could possibly be true. It kind of has a point. Like, if you want to test the strength of a relationship, you need to go through the hard stuff. You can't just, like carpool when one of you only only one of you has a job and you know you can't just like go through the easy times like this was a hard time and they didn't last yeah so lizzie has started to change her opinions about people (gasps) what scandal or great things (laughs) i know and also she has frightened darcy and he's run off to los angeles yes i could have sworn pemberley digital operates out of san francisco because hello the hills in the city are unforgiving i mean if he went to la maybe he went to go see bing Ooh, yeah he ran to his best friend yeah love it he's just like i finally told her (laughs) (laughs) like it happened man i don't know how it happened um, even then, he still didn't tell Bing. Bing doesn't know about the videos. <laughs> Poor, like, Bing just, He's like... He's the last to know. <laughs> but I love... I want to make this t-shirt. Lizzie Bennett driving people away since the early 2010s. I feel like you oh can get goodness. specific and say, like, driving people away since 2012. Yeah. Because Pro- now that's... Yeah. Five years have transpired. That's yes. kind of a long time to drive people away. Exactly. And it sounds even sadder. Jumping to the comment section, where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired. For episode 61... Son of a Fluffy Muffin says... Oh my gosh, I, I love that name. It's a great name. <laughs> she reads really fast, and he is the 
perfect Darcy. He's attractive, but his stiff movement <laughs> movements. <laughs> ah. He's attractive, but his stiff movements and appearance come off as a bit douchey. <laughs> his stiff moments and clothes are in fact due to the way he was brought up, his sense of propriety and general adorable awkwardness. He just looks like a puppy playing dress up who doesn't really know what to do with himself to me. And the poor guy just likes her so much. And it's both adorable and excruciating to watch. That's a good plan. Uh, Adorable and excruciating. Yeah. That's a good word. He's use of words. He's a puppy playing dress up and he doesn't know what to do with himself. I was watching a video with some puppies wearing pajamas and that was pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Unrelated. Link, we'll link to that video and be like, this is Darcy, basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, Larch4560 says... Can you just imagine Darcy sitting up night after night watching all the videos and just knowing what she thinks of him and then finding her even after all she said about him and just coming to meet her even though his heart hurts and he can't. I just, ugh. Yeah, no, that's like the heart of it. Like, I'm I would sure, never do that. He didn't sleep for three days. I basically would, like, what happened. I can't imagine. He looks great for not sleeping for three days. <laughs> That's a point. He looks great even when he's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to put himself together no matter what. I know. Chris FS says, Wow, it's the first time in 61 episodes that someone just out of frame heard something that they weren't supposed to hear. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Because I, yeah. I thought about that a lot when they were at Netherfield. Yeah. And I also thought about that when she was like, <laughs> It was episode 59 when she was just, like, nailing Darcy to his yeah. cross. And he, like, didn't hear the fact that she's like, I hope I never see him again. I know. Well, in this episode, they're referring to the, like, I hope he doesn't sue me line. And he actually responds to it. He's like, I'm not going to sue you. I know. Versus, like, yeah, in Netherfield when Lizzie would be saying something and Bing's like, what? What's going on in here? Oh, hi, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something Fierce 972 says, could I marry him, Lizzie, now that you aren't so in love with him? Yeah, no, he's up for grabs in my mind. It's like when guys get kicked off The Bachelorette. I'm like, oh, so yeah, you're single. You're an option. You're an option. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, side note. This is very important for the world to hear. Yeah. I was swiping on Bumble the other day, as, as I do <laughs> in my spare time, and I came across Chad from JoJo's season. We didn't match, the and jerk. he was also kind of, yeah, he was the jerk. Uh, I don't want to be with him, but I just wanted to swipe right <laughs> to see if he was into me, and he's not, which is fine. Whatever. I'm into guys who aren't so aggressive and eat so much lunch meat, but... <laughs> Just a side note. Just, you know, if any, like, boys are listening to this, which they're not. That's very true, though, about The Bachelorette. When yeah. guys get kicked off, I'm like, well, you're an option now. I know. I'm like, oh, so you're single. Yeah. Even Although, though you're, like, from Illinois and, like, I'll never see you ever. Well, you know what? They do a lot of stuff. Chad's not from California, but That's I true. swiped on him because he's obviously in the area. I know. So... They, they stick around. They go on Dancing with the Stars. You yeah, never know. It's whatever ABC has in store for them. <laughs> yeah, They'll, exactly. I don't know, sweep the floors at Kimmel. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from episode 62, Genevieve Vlog says, It's logical that they didn't reveal the letter because otherwise that would screw up the Lydia storyline later on. Seeing how Lydia made choices based on not knowing the contents of the letter. Ooh, that's true. That's Good very, point. very Good clever. Good point. Good job, guys. We didn't even see that yeah. one coming. <laughs> uh, TSS says, Darcy probably sat down just like us and had a marathon of watching LBDs. I wonder if he checked, like, Twitter, too. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like, oh, I've been the ignorant one this yeah, whole time. Not exactly. Bing. Lena459 says, I read the book. Booyah. I know what's in the letter. Don't we all? <laughs> well, if you, everyone has access to the book. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to plug the book. 
We should also mention, she, she's talking about Pride and Prejudice because the Lizzie yes. Bennet book didn't exist yet. No. Who 9 and 10 says, Darcy, she called me handsome again. She kept my secrets. She seems upset that I left. She hates me a little less now, at least. Maybe there's hope. Isn't that crazy now to think that he's going to be watching these videos, probably. So he's like, oh my gosh, she read the letter. Did oh, she talk about me? I know. <laughs> In a good or a bad way. Yeah, he might be a little obsessive about her videos. He's like the Lizzie Bennet Diaries number one fan now. He's what he should have been at the beginning. Yeah. Like I said, dark corners of the internet, search for everything. Sure, but I mean, I get why, story-wise, why he didn't know about them. Because if he had known about them, he wouldn't... This this rejection, this proposal, wouldn't, come. wouldn't have gotten... It wouldn't even it, happen. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have resulted in this horrible catastrophe that was... You know, the public shaming of William Darcy. Yep. It's, it, it turned out that way because of the fact that he had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Well, we can only see what happens next. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.